The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Avalon HR. informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel Pep Talk. I am your host, Jake. I am here this morning uh, on Turkey Week with uh, the VP of Sales and Marketing, Chip Wood, and the HR Benefits Manager, Stacey Oren, for Avalon HR, uh, serving businesses from all sizes, 5 to 5,000, operating in nine states. Uh, you can send them an email, info at avalonhr.com, uh, the phone number 477-1555. Uh, with so much going on, you need Avalon. Thank you guys uh, for being here, um, Stacy and for Chip. Us. Yeah, actually, it's four seven five one five five five. Oh, oh that's that was, was a like, that typo. Right. I, I wondered why you guys were looking at me like I had a well. Uh, no, that's on my okay. Head. Four seven eight five zero four seven five fifteen fifty five. I got fat fingers, and I think when I was on the keypad over here, they're so close together. I I uh, I mistyped That's that. Okay. So yeah, four seven five fifteen fifty five avalonhr.com. Um, uh, during the break, we were kind of going over our show notes here, and uh, you brought up a good point, um, uh, Mr. Wood, that in school we should have a lot more education about you know just general basic finances, how checkbooks work, how credit cards and interest works, and how compound interest works. Also, how your W four and W twos work. Um, you know, if you move, uh, updating information, there's all kinds of things, especially uh, uh, with your W-4, which to me, I got to be honest, when I have to fill out my W-4, I'm always just kind of like, I'm just going to check that one box and just let them take out the standard. And then if I owe a little bit or if I don't, then that I'll just leave that up to the end of the year. Well, a lot of people get confused by this because the, the IRS and their new and improved <laughs> worksheet um, – it, it, it is very confusing. And if you've always, I, I would say in the past, if you've always said, well, I'm single and um, I declare myself, well, just put single and zero. I'm not giving tax advice here. We don't, right. we don't do that. Mm -hmm. but, but if I'm single and I'm not taking out any deductions, I will be fairly confident that I will not have a tax liability at the end of the year. If you're married, same thing applies. But we see people that fill out these forms and the IRS has included a worksheet on there. And before you're done, um, you, you've got seven kids. You've got, I mean, all these things that have no application to you whatsoever, mm -hmm. but because you filled out the worksheet and it asks you for all of these different incomes, it, it, it's, yeah. it's very frustrating to our staff at times. Um, and we try to educate people as well as letting them know without giving them tax advice because we, we don't do that. That's up to you and your accountant or your CPA. Mm -hmm. Well, here, here's the thing with this. When the, the IRS changed that form, the intention was for no one to get money back at the end of the year and no one to owe money at the end of the year. They well, wanted to yeah, be Yeah, that'd be the ultimate perfect as, scenario. But it's impossible. Right. Okay, because the form does not encompass 
all of your possible scenarios. It doesn't take into account. So instead of where you put previously single and one, single and two, it assigned those ones, twos, threes, and fours dollar amounts in increments of 2000 Okay, so if you have one, that's a $2,000 standard deduction. If you've got two, that equates to $4,000. So it then tries to match up your tax withholding to hit that target amount of $2,000, $4,000, $6,000. Well, that doesn't always work. Mm. And at the end of the year, like I remember the first year, my best friend, every year he used his tax return. He He was married. He had three kids, but he put... Single zero, mm-hmm. have them withhold the most that'll, amount. That'll take out the maximum amount. As possible, right? Mm-hmm. And he would use that money every year to take his family on vacation. That was their vacation fund. That's how they pay, paid for it. That's how they planned for it. So it was a savings account with no interest. Right. Well, back. See, I've well, never understood that either. You're, you're letting you're the government, letting the government your use your money yeah. and interest, interest for free. a year. Yeah. And I try to explain that to people all the time as well. Some just don't get that concept. Well, you're either they getting sit there it and they look now, at this, you're you either know? getting it per pay period, you're getting it all in a lump sum at the end of the year. Personally, give me my money now. Let me decide what I want to do with it today, and yes. you know, we'll deal with it later. Mm-hmm. But anywho, um, so the first year he did that form and filled it out as the form instructed, he got... $37 back hmm. as a household with three children. He's like, wait, 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 where's my money? Mm-hmm. Well, you got it per paycheck. You had right. more every single check. Didn't like that. I understand right. that. But what we have people now, if you follow that form to the letter, you're going to end up probably confused. And your tax mm-hmm. withholding is not where you're going to want it to be. But the great thing about that form is you can redo it every single paycheck until you get what you want or what you expect to see. Okay. So that's what I tell people, you know, when they call and they have, why did you take out extra money? Well, looking at your form, you told us to, Right. you know, we took out exactly what you put. There's a place to withhold extra money and people read that line and get very confused. Right. And how they come up with some of the numbers, like, you know, you would expect to see, normally when people do that, it's in, people who do that intentionally and on purpose, it's a set dollar amount, $100, mm-hmm. $200. Like, they, they have a reason. They may right. owe the IRS more money, and this is how, another way they're trying to pay it back. Well, I do right? that. I, I actually take out uh, about $100 extra every um, paycheck at one of my other jobs because I do delivery service, uh, Grubhub, DoorDash. I play gigs at you know at bars with bands, and they pay me cash. So I that keep track of all that. covers your additional tax liability. Right. So I throw an extra hundred out of there, um, and I just use that as a safeguard to make sure that I don't owe at the end of the year. I know that's probably not the best way to do it, but it's I'm just not estimating. a bad. It's not a bad way to yeah, do it. It's at not all. a bad way, but yeah. but it's, I always tell people if you're really in question, just take an additional twenty percent out, and that that right. That should more than cover it. But then we we see people putting random amounts. So when we see people that put $167.27. Where did you get that? Where did you get that number? You know, Mm -hmm. you you've read that form wrong. And that happens. The number of people who put exempt from federal income tax. Odds are you're not. That's rare, yeah. And if you truly are, you're going to need to provide us with some documentation to support Mm -hmm. that because what happens is if we just let you go exempt and you go file your taxes and the IRS is like, oh, you owe us $6,000. Guess who they're mad at? You. Us. (laughs) So we, we try very hard to 
we try to educate within within the within the boundaries, as they say. Right. Okay. And and Chip was asking me this morning, you do they not teach this in schools? And you know, I taught school a few years ago, and one of the things I had in my class do, I taught a business education class, and we filled out a job application, which is an imperative skill to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I made every one of my class fill out a job application. They all got hired, and then we filled out new hire forms. All right, we filled out your I-9. What do you need for an I-9? That's such a good idea. What do you do on your withholding forms? And things like that. But even since I did that, that's what I was telling Chip, even it wasn't that long ago that I did that with my class of students, that form has changed. And but this is one of the things that we, we talk about quite a bit, is these forms have changed. People, the general public, do not keep up with this information. Right. I mean, Nobody likes talking about taxes to begin with. Right. That's why we have less, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, why I have Avalon HR. And, and that's exactly my point. I I have a coined phrase that I sort of came up with a few years back called, you need Avalon. And this is why you need Avalon, because we do have to keep up with all these boring subjects <laughs> yes. that you don't want to tax yourself with, no pun intended. Well, mm-hmm. I guess I intended. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you it's can an intend okay that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one's okay. If you have questions uh, for uh, Avalon HR, we have Chip Wood and Stacy Oren in the studio this morning. If you have questions, go ahead and shoot them on over 437-1620 and we'll answer them on the air. Um, talking about the W-4s, yeah, that, that worksheet, I took one look at that worksheet and I was like, nope. Checked out. No, mm-mm, can't. You, that's too much. Brain check. And that's what yeah. happens to most people, unfortunately. They provided instructions, they provided a worksheet, but it makes it so complex most people, just a few seconds in, they're like, mm, nope, yeah. and they just chuck a number down. And it down. feels like it doesn't apply after a while. You're like, wait a minute, no. And, and for probably 80% of the population, it doesn't. It doesn't, right. It really doesn't after a while. And again, mm-hmm. the, I understand their intention, and I've said this many, many times on this show, I understand the intention behind it. However, um, it, it was a failure. It did not... Uh, because, like, you you were the perfect example of lots of failure. You have side gigs. You have mm-hmm. other things Gig going economy. on yep. that just does not take – that form does not take that into account right. at all. And one thing I want to bring up um, before we get out of here, because uh, this time goes by so fast, uh, and this is important. I, I use PayPal and Venmo all the time. Mm-hmm. Anybody that pays me for a gig nowadays, it's going to be usually through Venmo. Venmo. And I keep seeing where, and 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 I get notices from those apps saying, you know, next year you're going to have to file this. That has just changed. PayPal is the same same also. Right. They just repealed that. Oh, they did? They did. Okay. It's no longer $600. It uh, will be $5,000, and it's been pushed out another year. So you're safe. Oh, wow. I'm going to have a good Christmas this year. I'm telling you. (laughs) Wow, because that was going to add up for me um, looking at my Venmo statements. Of course, I claim everything, but, um, you know, some of that is, hey, you know, we went out and got sushi and you bought my spicy tuna roll. Here's 15 bucks. But the government might see that as income. So they're going to be like, hey, you owe us, uh, you know, $2. Well, I took a big trick, uh, trip over the summer with some girlfriends and some of my son's friends. And it was easier for me to just put to to be the central booking and like pay for everything together. Right. And then they Venmoed me back their portion of the airline and the, the our Airbnb. 
So immediately that's over six hundred dollars. <laughs> and you know, I was thinking that was my first I was like, Am I gonna get a tax form for them paying me back for airline, mm-hmm. you know, mileage and things like that? So Well, did you fill out a W nine? I no. <laughs> I did not. See now we've um, we've just introduced another number. Okay, yeah, the W nine. Some people the, probably get confused on that as well. And uh, the differences, yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of people that that is primarily a most of the time it's a subcontractor that is filling out a that is so you can get what they call a 1099 at the end of the year it says you did work for us you weren't on our payroll it was more than this amount so you're responsible for the taxes on that amount yes lord and, forbid and a lot of people don't realize i had to figure out this the the hard way um that when you are doing your self-employment taxes for like a gig economy job or, or something where you're getting paid in cash you pay your part of the taxes and you pay the employers because you are the employer because you are your own employer and that and, that, and i didn't realize that i was like well why am i getting taxed double what i would normally pay out on this oh there's n- <laughs> there's nobody paying that but me <laughs> so yeah that's just something that really kind of smacked me in the face yeah so that, you have to match the social security right. and medicare tax you have oh, yeah. to match that you know, 20 22 percent burden now comes yeah. a 40 to 44 yes. percent so it's uh yeah it can, it can mm-hmm. be impactful but um, yeah. That's why, you know, we, we help with those. We, um, our tax manager runs reports quarterly, um, making sure that people's taxes are lining up, especially in our owners. That's something she really pays attention to, business owners, mm-hmm. because their benefits are handled differently. An owner cannot uh, have pre-tax benefits. So we give them the choice. We can either take it, uh, take the tax burden for your benefits per paycheck, mm-hmm. or you can settle up at the end of the year in one big lump sum. Mm-hmm. Like if you pay 10000 for your benefits, that last paycheck of the year will take taxes on that 10000 or you can handle it with your accountant. But she tracks that every quarter. She and I sit down and go over our owners just to ensure that nobody is in for a big surprise. And it's, again, like things you wouldn't think of. And as an owner, if you are doing your own business, but you have a health insurance and the business is paying for your health insurance, you're still responsible for the tax burden on that. And a lot of owners don't know that. So, again, when they go to file their taxes, all of a sudden – you owe taxes on that additional $10,000 you paid for your health insurance yeah. over the year. And you're like, where, where did that come from? Not knowing. So, again, you need Avalon. We know those kind mm-hmm. of things. We've got your back. We will pay attention to it and help you adjust before it becomes that big surprise at tax time. Yeah. These, these things change at such a rapid pace that I would not expect anyone to really understand how it works. Right. I really wouldn't. I, I mean, and when people talk to me about their business and how they do things and, and so forth, I I do not give any advice on how to run your business. I don't want to do that. That's not what I'm there for. I'm there to make sure you're in total compliance with state and federal laws because in the eyes of the state and the feds, we are the employer of record. So being the employer of record is you run your business and we'll make sure it's all run correctly oh, okay. on the tax side. Okay. Yeah, definitely with so much going on with this, uh, you definitely need Avalon, 475-1555 or avalonhr.com. If you have questions this morning, um, I'm sitting here talking with Chip Wood, the VP of Sales and Marketing, and Stacy Oren, the HR Benefits Manager for Avalon HR. Um, we've, we've talked about a lot here, uh, just kind of recapping. We've talked about W-4s. Um, up, uh, I want to talk about updating your year end info because that's something I've never done. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> you're I've, one of those people. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You'll so, be the one calling up going, I can't find my W2. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Yep, that, that's me. I mean, I usually try to keep it all in a file, but yeah, it, when it comes to year end, I'm usually scrambling to get everything back in Well, order. you know, we, I've always said it too, that we're probably the last person you're going to think about when you're doing that. But then at year end, come January 31st, all the W-2s have been issued. And then we have that person that calls us and says, well, I didn't get my W-2. Well, and our first question usually is back to them. Well, did you move during the year? Oh, yeah, a couple times. Well, did you let anybody know where you moved to? No. I let, I let mama know. Yeah, my mom <laughs> knows. Okay, well, tell us her address and we'll send it to her. I mean, you know. Right, and and we do. That's one good thing you get with Avalon is an employee portal where the employees have access to a portal with their paycheck information, W-2s, 24 hours a day. The very first place those W-2s are going to be posted is in that portal. Before we can even print them and mail them, they will populate to that portal. So, one, keep your portal information. It is yours even after you leave our employment. It will be there. You can retrieve your information. Yeah, if you leave a company that uh, is with us and and you leave them, your portal is still there and you can just go in and retrieve all the information, your pay stubs, your W-2, whatever you need to do. Whatever you need, it will be there. You might need it one day, especially if you get audited. Absolutely, and it's, yeah. it's there for you. But yeah. if you don't, and you know you're one of the people, there's a few that we do mail. Make make sure we have your address. It's mm-hmm. most helpful. Um, we get a ton of return mail back on those every year, and uh, it's not. It's frustrating for the employees. It's frustrating for us because we spend a lot of time tracking down addresses and people, and and they'll mm-hmm. call up until August. No lie, uh, you know we'll. Oh, get we've calls. had them call two years later. Oh yeah, I mm. never got my W two from 2020. Okay, well, we, we, we've got it, so we can get it to you. Yeah. But this is a good time, you know, especially me being in the HR world, I focus on a little bit different things, and sometimes I have to kind of plead and argue my case on why certain things that I see from my perspective are important. One, an updated address. Two, something I'm pretty adamant about and pretty crappy about is an emergency <laughs> contact. Mm. We had a horrible situation um, just a few weeks ago, and we uh, did not have an emergency contact for this person. Um, nobody did, and it, it it was just not a good situation. We right. needed somebody to be able to call, mm. and we didn't have that. So provide your employers with an emergency contact for you. Update your address. Make sure if you have life insurance, make sure your beneficiary forms are up to date. Make sure that, you know, if you started this job five years ago and got divorced two years ago, make sure your ex-husband is not on your beneficiary form. Um, I, I learned a valuable lesson on that. As long as I've been in HR, I still learn things on occasion. We have two different insurance policies. Um, I called one to verify that the ex-spouse was not even though he was on the original beneficiary form, that he would not receive that money and was told, nope, Florida does not. There's a provision in Florida uh, that says ex-spouses cannot be the beneficiary, you know, if the Mm. divorce occurred after the the time the form was filled out. So I'm thinking, good, we're good. Well, I didn't check with the other policy only to learn it was structured under ERISA laws, and that overrides the Florida state law. (sighs) So it turns out, that the ex-spouse still got all the money. Explain what ERISA is for the people that don't understand that. It is one of our government's, um, it's a security act. It's meant to, it's meant to ensure employees have certain rights and protections. 
is probably the simplest way to put it without getting like in deep. Yeah, you know, we we don't have the whole day to do, but it it provides certain um, protections to employees. But it has got some weird things, and honestly, for me in, in all my years of HR, that's the first time I had encountered one a life insurance plan structured like that, and I had to actually go back and dig and figure out even why it was. And then learning, you know, that, oh, well, the, the state laws don't don't apply. So big, big things in, in the HR world. Keep us updated if you're addressed. Give us an emergency contact. Update those beneficiary forms. In the end of year is a good time to do it. Um, say, hey, we're going into a new year. Let, let's make sure all my ducks are in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, same with your, your 401K. We have, uh, right, just for an example, we have a, a large amount of money set in our 401K for an employee that has not been with us in 15 years. We cannot locate her. Mm. We have tried extensively to locate her. We've had our uh, 401k company, Skip Trace Company, mm. tried to locate her. Dog so, the bounty hunter. Uh, d- <laughs> dog the bounty hunter. You know, we're just short of that. But yeah, again, yeah. you know, this person, if they'd put an emergency contact, I might have someone right, that could say, a connection. Yeah, yeah. nay. Mm-hmm. Um, so these things are just very important. And, and they are things that most people don't think about. Uh, I put those items up there with checking your paychecks on a regular basis. Make sure things are right. Make Mm -hmm. sure your taxes are what you expect them to be. And if they're not, again, I can't change your withholding forms for you. Chip can't change it. Your payroll processor can't do it. Right. Nope. You have to sign off on that. You can sign into that portal at any time and update that information. Mm -hmm. And again, update it until you get the results you want. If you don't like it, Change it next week. Change it next week. All we right. don't care. It, it, it runs automatically through the system. It's going to do what you put in. Mess with it until you see the results that you want. We it, are fine with it. It's all digital. You, nobody's going to have to do that manually. You can do it as many times as you want. That's Absolutely. Yeah. You can change it every single paycheck. And right. again, and if you're one of those people who stops your withholding in October to get that extra Christmas money, and I know a lot of people still do this because I can see the reports. I see <clears> what you people are doing, and that's perfectly fine. Just remember the first of the year to change it back. Right. Yeah, don't forget about that. Um, if you have a question uh, for Avalon HR, Chip Wood, Stacy Oren are in the studio today. They will answer your question on air while we've got a couple minutes left, uh, 437-1620 to get those questions in. We have a question from a listener wanting to know about the added IRS agents that has been talked about. Um, do you know anything about what we can expect with all of that? They're uh, in an underground basement with no cell phones, <laughs> no service, yeah. no computers. I don't, um, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think, don't that's think gonna it's going to happen. happen? No. Okay. Absolutely not. They talked about it a lot. They, they a did. While. They talked about it a lot. But one of the like, bills that was in the in the uh, the house, I don't think passed. Oh, okay. To do that. Okay. So. Oh, I'm glad I got you guys in here this morning. We're dispelling a lot of myths here on uh, 92.3 Pep Talk this morning. Um, yeah, we've talked about PayPal, Venmo. Uh, that has been repealed. I, I'm so glad to hear that. That is that has changed my whole world. At least pushed back. Pushed back we, one yeah, year. Pushed back a year, and the limit will be five thousand instead of six hundred. That's, that's yeah. significant. That, that is, is very significant. Six hundred used to be the magic number that you know you could pay somebody in cash six as long as you didn't exceed six hundred a year. And, right. Uh, well, that brings me to one thing I wanted to ask for me personally. Um, uh, if you don't get a W two in the mail and you haven't changed your address, and maybe they only paid you five hundred and fifty nine dollars, and they don't send you a W two because it's under that six hold uh, six hundred dollar threshold, do you still have to pay taxes on that? Do you have to claim that? That's a good question, actually. Uh, I don't believe so. From from the but, look but on I, your face, Dave, I've uh, <laughs> I've gone into a I've breached a territory here. Technically, that amount. Um, well, you have to file. Yeah, you, you had to file if you didn't make anything. But right, 
Um, would there be taxation on the six hundred dollars? Probably not. Probably not. I, I think don't it's a think common so. misconception. Oh, well, I didn't get a W two. There's no piece of paper in my hand, so I'm free. I don't have to worry about it. Well, you know, and that's why we have a tax department. This is when I could yell <laughs> yeah. across the hall and say, "Hey, um, you know, if yeah. do we report that if it's under mm-hmm. if it's just a one off? Like if we hired you to come in and sing." Um, for lunch one day, right? Oh, and I'm we, sorry if you did. We, we paid you $450. If we got a out. drum set, that might right, be another yeah, deal. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, our tax mm-hmm. department will pay you the $450. And that's when I would ask her, do you report that to the IRS? Well, mm-hmm. since it's under that threshold, would you report that? Mm-hmm. Um, again, this this is why we, we have a tax department. Right. I specialize in HR. She specializes in sales, work, comp, safety, and tax does taxes. So we have the people answer that question we call it staying in your lanes oh yes you have the tools you have the talent you have the team uh with so much going on you definitely need avalon uh chip wood stacy Orrin, thank you for being in here this morning uh check them out avalonhr.com yeah and uh i had the number wrong earlier 475-1555 for avalon hr thank you guys thank Thank you. you